0: 288 G U R U for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks and everything in between, also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at tastylicksbbq.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. The iGrill is a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that allows you to monitor the temperature of your food and smoker or grill from up to 200 feet away. Using the free iGrill app for your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices, you can set preferred temperatures, and your smart device will alert you when it's ready. It's perfect for cooking steaks to perfection or low and slow smokers overnight. Head to iGrill, Inc., that's the letter I, com to learn more. And by Barbecueers Delight Wood Pellets, the barbecue wood pellet choice of competition cooks and backyard hacks just like me. The perfect blend of two-thirds oak and one-third flavor wood gives you that right BTU burn and flavor that you're looking to get all over your meat with smoky goodness. Visit BBQRSDelight.com. And by Arno Smokers, a custom pit builder using innovation and art in each of their cutting edge offset and vault style barbecue pits. Located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth, Granberry has been the home to Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning both on the design level and the quality of craftsmanship to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Please get in contact with Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or Tony at Tony underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or visit their main website, R, the letter N, the letter O, -O R-N-O, Smokers.com. And by Green Mountain Grills. Discover something you're really going to love, Cooking with Pellets. Green Mountain Grills are widely available across the country. Top-of-the-line manufacturing, but not the highest in price. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to get started on your pellet adventure today.
1: So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood.
2: Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
0: Good evening and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world, the barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the rock and roll hall of fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. If you want to get in touch with the show tonight, two ways you can do it. toll-free call. 877 You can also email the show if you would want to. That email address, greg at com. Everything else you want to know about the show, you can find it at the main website, com. And here's what's happening tonight in case you are not in the loop. And if you aren't in the loop, at least for this evening, good for you. Things change at a rapid pace here in the... Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios, and certainly tonight is no different. Originally scheduled for about 12 minutes from now, the number one competitive eater in the land, Joey Chestnut, has unfortunately fallen out of the lineup this evening. We can get into that. Damn cat is in the green screen. Uh, We can get into that here in just a little bit. Or for his segment, as it is open,
3: Get that free stuff out of here.
0: literally getting off with top men, or should I say women, in the International Federation of Competitive Eating Channels. And Joey is experiencing some cellular phone issues on his end. He is not able to talk, doesn't have a landline. Young kids these days don't have landlines. And so he is not able to partake in the interview that we had uh, locked and loaded uh, and really just before getting on air finding out about this. So, apologize to all of the people that are tuning in to hear Joey talk about how he stuffs himself. We're rescheduling that for next week. Hopefully everything will be okay on the cellular phone side uh, in his regard. Cat. Damn cat. Not falling out of the lineup at 9.35, however, a monthly contributor to this show. uh, One of the best barbecue and grilling websites out there on the face of the earth. Derek Riches, barbecuebbq.about.com is his website. And then we'll move on to the second hour. A first-timer to the show, he is a pitmaster of Lone Star Smoke Rangers. The marketing and sales director of Arno Smokers, Tony Belay, will join us at 10.14. Newest, uh, one of the newest sponsors of the show and then helping me close out the show tonight at 10.35 another monthly contributor to the show you know her you love her the creator of the Grill Girl website Robin Lindar if help me close it down let's go home in the words of the great Hall of Fame bound NBA basketball player Dirk Nowitzki, shut it down, let's go home. So there's what's on tap for tonight. You want to jump in, more than happy to have you, especially for next site. We can talk about whatever you want, wide open. Want to know about me? Want to know about what I cook on? Want to know about uh, my thoughts on ways to cook things? It is a wide open deal. So whatever you want to get into, I am more than happy to field calls early often. The ways you can do it, 877-448-0433. Also, email greg at show.com We have not one, not two, but three giveaways tonight as well. Oh, my. Giving away succulents on the show is what it's all about here on the show. Using show twice to end sentences. Very redundant on my part. Apologies to the listening public, both live and in podcast fashion. I do want to give a special mention as I did catch this on the case, or uh, maybe it was on the Facebook. Regular in the chat room, dare I say, two time grand champion this year, Diane Meek. Boom. Ruling the Pacific Northwest area of the world when it comes to competition barbecue. Congratulations to you, Diane. Another. Grand Championship successful weekend. Way to go. The kneading of steak. Needling. <laughs> thought you said the kneading. Let's talk about the kneading of steak. I need some right now. What I'd really like to do next segment is figure out if I can move one of these cameras out onto my deck with a light and how good that would actually look. Do you see that? Hey. Freaking cat. And everything. Cats run, you take in a stray, and the first thing it wants to do is start screwing with your green screen. uh Look, if you're watching the show right now, do me a favor. By the way, hall, uh barbecue legend Dave Bosco just showed up. Dave. Dave! If you're watching the show or you're listening to the show, uh, make a Facebook post or tweet it out live right now that you are watching it. You can get it a number of different ways, live each and every Tuesday. The video stream is at OutdoorCookingChannel.com. You can also get the audio version only, TheBBQCentralShow.com, or if you have a smart device or an iPad or a tablet or whatever, and you have data or you're on a Wi-Fi connection, you can also get the show through the TuneIn Radio app. Search it in the Google Play Store. Search it in the iTunes App Store. Search it in the BlackBerry thing. I think BlackBerry actually has it, one of the very few that they have. Hell, if you have a a, a palm, get it from your palm. Why not? So uh, that's how you can do it traditionally. Now, if you want to get a little crazy, maybe you have IPTV, maybe you have a Roku device, which is internet, uh, Internet Protocol Television, you, sir, are in luck because all you have to do is download the Outdoor Cooking Channel app in the Roku store and you can pick the live stream now. Uh, you can get all the archives of the show through Roku as well, uh, but pick the very first, I think it says like scheduled stream or watch now, whatever, whatever that very first option is on the Outdoor Cooking Channel, that's the live stream. Pick it right now. You can watch the show from your high-definition television. It's going to be great. You don't have to go anywhere. Just sit on the couch and fall asleep halfway through the show. I guarantee that's what's going to happen. All right, uh, email in from Tony in Indianapolis. Greg, I'm catching up on the previous episode of the Barbecue Central Show. You are totally nuts, and I love it. Keep doing what you're doing, brother, which is inform, inspire, and keep us laughing our asses off. I am working on my website. We'll definitely be adding a link to your show as well once we're ready. Peace, love, blessings to you and your family, Tony in Indy.
3: Tony! Tony!
0: Thanks for listening, Tony. I'm guessing that he is talking about. All right, do I? Here's here's the question of the day. Question of the day. Do I, what we call, pull back the curtain and reveal things that perhaps you wouldn't normally get to know about the show? Why not this time? You guys are loyal enough. Here's the difference. Or here's me pulling back the proverbial curtain. Last week at the... Right at the top of 10 o'clock, I'm telling you this cat is already on its ninth life. Can you see that damn cat pulling the the screen back back right there? You would recall I did a bit on the uh, royal birth of uh, Prince, the new prince. And I had a correspondent from England over, I believe his name was Christopher Hope, And, you know, number of uh, people emailing in on that. Here we are pulling back the proverbial inner workings of the show. And I don't know if I should do this or not because maybe it even was better than I thought. I mean, by show of hands, uh, either email me after you listen to this on replay or in the instant chat. I mean, everybody knew that was me, right? You knew that was me, the, the guy doing the English accent. I mean, everybody knows that was a bit, right? Or no. I mean, tell me, if, if I'm catching you off guard, if this is news to you, I would appreciate the honesty in the chat room. Did everybody think that that was a real English guy correspondent? Because getting the number of emails I got, people didn't know that that was me. They thought that was a legitimate English correspondent guy. Or journalist, whatever you like to call it. And... You know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin all the fun here, but I don't want to, you know. I made, I do want to make sure that, uh, you know, because Christopher Hope is actually a real journalist in the Englands, and uh, I don't want to, you know, get him in trouble. You know, don't want to get Christopher in trouble. I was impersonating him, and if uh, you should see fit to levy fines or give me cease and desist orders, hey. That's all on you. I mean, you know, chances of you getting anything from me, slim to none. Stuff We're coming back with an open segment next, so I'll be fielding your phone calls. I will be reading your emails, which I rarely do. It's going to be fun because Joey Chestnut is out. However... The iGrill is here, and it's here to stay. It's a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that pairs with your Apple or Android device using the free iGrill Pro app, which can be downloaded in the iTunes Store and the Google Play Store. The Bluetooth range is up to 200 feet, so you can monitor your food from practically anywhere in your house. This gives you the free time to do what you want with the assurance that your food is being perfectly cooked. Go watch the game. Have a beer. Fuck it. Have four. Mow the lawn. iGrill's got your food covered. The iGrill has dual probe capabilities, so you can monitor two different pieces of meat at once. You can also measure the ambient temperature of your smoker or grill using the ambient pit temperature probe. That can be purchased at I, the letter I, the word grill, G-R-I-L-L, Inc., I-N-C, com. If you use the promo code SMOKE, S-M-O-K-E, you'll get a free ambient probe with your iGrill purchase. Just put both into your shopping cart and enter the promo code SMOKE at checkout. Now, within the app, you can set minimum and maximum temperature settings. If your grill or smoker gets too hot or cool, your smart device will alert you. The free iGrill app for iOS has Facebook integration, so you can upload pictures of what you're cooking right to the iGrill Facebook page. The app also has a globe feature that shows you all the other iGrillers around the world. You can also use the graph to monitor the speed at which your temperature is rising. It's 80 bucks MSRP, can't beat that. Again, it's available at iGrill, Inc., the letter I, the word grill, and then Inc., I-N-C, iGrillInc.com. You can also get it at Apple, you can get it at Best Buy, you can get it at AT AT&T and Verizon Retail Outlets. Also at Amazon.com. iGrill was launched at the Apple stores in 2010 and has since seen some incredible press and celebrity shout-outs by the guy that founded Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, just to name one. How about me? I'm two. Shout out for iGrill. Why don't you have one? You got a smart device. I know you do. You got two. I got seven. Accessories are available also at iGrilink.com. So it's everything you need all in one place. Uh, one of the newest sponsors of the show, iGrillLink. That's I, the letter I, grill, G R I L L, Inc. I-N-C, Uh, We're back right after this. Stick around. We'll be uh, right back, as I just said. All right. Stick around. the pain in the ass that is screwing with my green screen say hello to everybody there's a uh, lucky peanut the outlaw goddamn rescue kitty
2: stay out of the green screen you goddamn cat
0: all right uh, once again we are open for this segment uh, you would have seen competitive eater joey chestnut i actually had some uh video uh queued up of uh joey chestnut Uh, Why don't we uh, go ahead and uh, take a listen to this a little bit.
1: Joey Chestnut wants to go for 70. Look at Matt Stoney go. Look at Matt Stoney to Joey's left.
0: Uh, These guys are uh, pretty much incredible.
1: Matt Stoney is popping out ahead of Joey
2: now in the early seconds. He knows that Joey He's done 52 and a quarter He's got a personal best get, of 53 uh, about,
0: uh, He is in two running minutes running there. It's been a tough season for 22. him off,
2: off season
1: for him He hot broke hot up with the girl a right. pitcher, He was a field hockey player at I cut it down hard a little bit So you didn't have to watch the whole thing Still neck and neck Between Stoney she and Chester Yeah
0: there he is. That's the guy that should have been on the show. Coming up on a
1: pretty critical now, moment maybe next
0: week.
2: At the
1: 27th hot dog for Chestnut, he will go through a major barrier. It has never happened before. He'll hit the 400 career hot dogs here on the oh. Stony
0: Here comes the 400 hot dog that he's ever eaten.
2: Wow. And there it
0: is. Oh, there it History is.
2: History was made, and now we pop that quickly up to 28. Joey powering on here. His courage is on display.
0: All right, look, we're not going to get into that. We'll save that for a different day. Needless to say, that guy can eat a lot of wieners, right? We're going to leave it at that because he will address it next week. I tried to get, uh, when I was talking with top men and women from the IFOCE, which is also known as the International Federation of Competitive Eating, I did try to get the second-place Person up, Matt Stony Megatoad. He was unavailable, short notice. I mean, re- literally talking about twenty minutes before we went on the air. So, we got an email coming in from uh, Thomas V. Four Twenty One. How do you feel about co shell charcoal, and what do you think is the best for competition barbecue? All right, now we're getting into the meat of the subject. Thomas, thanks for coming in, and I appreciate that uh, you are going to uh, ask me my most personal thought. All right, so co-shell charcoal. For the people that don't know about co-shell charcoal, this is a coconut-based fuel, coconut-based charcoal. So uh, it's not hardwood lump charcoal, uh, or it's not your traditional Kingsford-style briquette charcoal. Uh, this is being marketed as you know something that is a renewable source, You know, wherever they're getting these mass amounts of uh, coconut, they are forming it into charcoal. Uh, I've actually, it was years ago, I had a bag there. I think, eh, maybe not. But I have used it. uh, You know, I've heard from people that it might have kind of this sweeter smell to it as it burns. Uh, I didn't necessarily get that. Uh, I did notice two things. Uh, A, it is dense as a mother effer. It does take a little bit longer to get lit. Now, uh, because it's dense, you know, once it gets lit and everything is roaring, uh, the temperature is consistent. It burns a hell of a long time. And the ash production, when you are comparing it at least to a briquette, like a Kingsford or a Humphreys briquette or something with a binder in it, substantially less than any of that. Are we getting into lump charcoal, ash production? Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but something that might be at least on the same line as that. Would I use co charcoal in a competition? If you're comfortable using it, I would imagine why not? What's the best fuel for competition? That's going to depend on your cooker. Top teams in the industry use... Kingsford Blue Bag Charcoal 100% of the time. They can get it anywhere. They've cooked with it all their lives. It's consistent for them. Any number of reasons why they actually use it, and they do, and they like it, and that's just the way it is. If you have an offset cooker, are you going to run sticks all the time? Do you want sleep? Are you going to use a charcoal basket? Are you going to use charcoal for the main fuel source and then wood for flavor? It's not as easy of a question to answer. You know, what kind of pellets are you going to use if you have a, a pellet cooker? Are you going to use Barbecuer's Delight? Are you going to use the Green Mountain Grill pellets? Are you going to use an off-brand? Many different answers. It really depends on the cooker and then what you're most comfortable with. Uh, those are the answers to my questions. Thank you, for Thomas, for uh, writing it. Uh, here's an email from a friend of the show, uh, John Dawson from Patio Barbecue. Some barbecue tards actually didn't know that you were doing a, in parentheses, really bad bit. Barbecue folks aren't known for their intellect, but wow, Johnny! Hey, are you saying that was a bad bit? Hey!
3: Get that big stuff out of here.
0: Don't cast the first stone in the glass house, unless that's bulletproof glass, buddy. As, uh, allow me to coin a phrase. Okay. I think I did pretty good, enough to fool some folks. So if you think that was a bad bit, you might want to rehone your uh, comedic prowess, judging ability. Judging ability? You're right, Dave. I think he was saying barbecue people are stupid, and I won't have it on this show. I won't have it.
3: That stuff out of here. All
0: right, I got an email from uh, where is this one at? Uh, from the guy who makes the Pit Barrel Cooker. We're actually going to be talking a bit about that in our next segment with Derek Riches, bbq.about.com. And if you guys are in the chat, let me ask you, if we were somehow to put it together, would anybody have an interest in doing some type of a contest where we would give away a grand prize. Nay, dare I say, a huge prize of one free Pit Barrel Cooker right here on this little show. Anybody have an interest on that? You tell me. You Want a free Pit Barrel Cooker for maybe calling in and playing a little trivia game? I'm going to have to work out the details with uh, Noah, considering it would be his free cooker to give away. It would drop ship directly from him and I think it's Colorado. But no muss, no fuss. You don't have to break, uh, like do a burn from like a 50-gallon drum. This is a complete unit. Holds a ton of food. You have a cooking rack option. You have hanging options. Quite a unique cooker. 30-gallon drum versus 50-gallon drum. But hey, uh, as uh, Corey Schrader says, is it Schroeder or Schrader, Corey? Uh, Free is good, and I always say if it's free, it's me. So it looks like everybody is definitely in on that. That's great, great news. So we'll uh, coordinate that with Noah Glanville, and we'll see how it goes from there. Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. Greg at thebbqcentralshow dot com. If you want to jump in on the uh, open segment tonight, hopefully showing up in a mere matter of days. A Green Mountain Grill, Jim Bowie. Hey. Uh, you, would, you would see their name uh, uh, right there. Uh, long-time named sponsor of the show, Green Mountain Grills. Know them, love them. And finally getting my hands on a Green Mountain. This, no barbecue person should ever say what I'm about to say, but at this stage of the game, Given what I have on deck right now, this should really complete the barbecue arsenal. This is the biggest unit that Green Mountain Grills has. So I think you can fit damn near six or eight butts in pans. So that could be damn near ten butts on, uh, on the big one. The Jim Bowie, I think it's called. Uh, numerous racks. Of, so as far as big cooks go, I'm going to be set and a shout-out to Jason Bakers and the gang over there at Green Mountain Grills. Going to do that. I'm oh, at can't wait. So, you know, I was thinking next week we actually might have a outdoor segment to some degree. I mean, it would have to be at Jump Street, so maybe it would, really wouldn't work. I mean, it's getting towards 925 right now, and it is pretty dark as I gander outside the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios. And... I would like to show that cooker off because it's going to be too big for me to set up here. You would recall, if you're a fan of the show, when I got the pit barrel cooker in, I put it right here in my family room and I took the camera out and we did like a once around on it. Of course, you would also remember I didn't have my wireless mic on because I'm an idiot. So you missed 80% of the uh, verbal breakdown that I had on that. But it looked great on camera and that's all that counts. A sexy piece of cooking equipment. So I would like to get the Green Mountain Grill some camera time and then... I do have next week a special, can I say special, Schrader, all right, I had a buddy that worked at AT AT&T, his last name was Schrader as well, we always called him Schroeder, he hated us, special in-studio guest for the whole show next week, the president and pitmaster of Get Fired Up Foods, our friend buddy Michael McDearman will be joining us, Uh, he has coached steak champions. I think maybe even three years in a row he's got three teams that have uh, won the state championship. It could be three in a row. I'm not uh, exactly sure. But he's going to be sitting in. He's well-known for cooking. My phone's going off. Where is it? Here it is. Um, let me uh, take this real quick on the internets. But, I mean, he's well-known for cooking prowess, especially for the steaks. I mean, he cruises around the... Country, traveling around with Sam's Club, he's the high heat portion, the grilling masters, the grill masters station there on the Sam's tour. So I was like, hey, he's going to be in town. He asked if he could come into the studio, the palatial studios. We have a number of different grills and cookers to cook on. Why not see if he's down? He said, hey, I'm down. We can talk about a little bit of the pit masters. If you watch Barbecue Pitmasters, you would know that Michael McDearman was on the show just this past week. He was the sous chef for Jack Weybore of Common Interest Video. or Common Interest Video. Common Interest Barbecue. Uh, they did come in runner-up on the show. So uh, we'll be able to talk to Michael a little bit about uh, his perspective, not being the like the quote-unquote pitmaster or the, the lead guy on the show, but being the sous. And maybe we can get him up out of the seat, and if we can... St- kind of get all the cameras set up right, and at least it looks good. I mean, why not give it a try, right? i got wireless microphones here that are burning a hole in my pocket. Maybe we can mic him up. We can get outside. He can go over his steak cooking method, which, again, has been yielding champions, not just people competing, but yielding champions. Get a live look at it. Get it on video. Maybe it would add a new dimension to the show. Maybe that would inspire me to have a cooking segment on the show once a week from here on out. Never going to happen. But we might do it with Mike. Why not? Why wouldn't we, perhaps? Uh, Let me give a quick mention to Trucking Good Pizza. Listening on Roku. Uh, Wait, Roku? But also Twittering me. Trucking good pizza. I believe his name was Jed. It happens. Uh, also uh, at Jay Brady underscore CT, which maybe is Connecticut. Just read an article about you in Tailgating Magazine. Pretty cool stuff. Thank you, Jay Brady. Uh, we talked a little bit about that last week when we were talking with Lee Hurley, the creator of uh, the creator of Tailgater Monthly Magazine. And uh, he asked me to come on uh, for this month's issue, which you know, in two days from now, it'll be August, if you can believe it. we will be seven months through the calendar year already. But uh, we did a little 10-question thing, got a little background on me. I think you can get it like Lowe's. I'm not sure where everybody else gets uh, Tailgater Monthly. You can also go to tailgatermonthly.com and subscribe digitally, and it's uh, delivered to your email box uh, every other month because that's how they put it out. So... uh, Go ahead and uh, grab that. Uh, I know my uh, G5 mechanic who listens to me down in Columbus, Scotty Walton, picked up his copy in a Lowe's. So if you go to a Lowe's, if you frequent a Lowe's, ask if they carry Tailgater Monthly magazine. Pick up the July issue. You will see my shining face in there on page 22. Boy, is it great. So uh, Michael McDiarmid will be in. Uh, I think it might be fun to do kind of a, an attempt at a cooking segment. And, you know, grilling steak uh, might take 10 minutes, so we could probably do a longer segment on that, and if it carries over, I can do a read in between. We can do a little taste test. Uh, We'll have Jack Weybore on next week as well uh, to go over him and his views of being the lead cook versus uh, Michael's being the uh, sous chef in that or the co-pitmaster, or I'm not sure exactly what the title is for that. He was getting a lot. He, the chef, a chef. Well, I guess he was a chef. The pitmaster who finished third. I don't know his name. I forget what his team name was. But this guy was getting ripped limb from limb on many of the internet forums. Because I think he only mentioned the fact that he was a classically trained chef 758,000 times during the show. Now look. I don't know how these shows work. I don't know if... People are told you need to mention certain things. Every time a a key phrase or a key question is asked, you have to re-qualify yourself. I'm going to get off track here, which leads me to this point. Uh, Am I the only one that notices that if you are a fan of the Barbecue Pitmasters drinking game, which there is an official Barbecue Pitmasters drinking game, one of the rules, which I believe is like Rule 9 or Rule 10, which should be the only rule is, uh, when a team re-identifies itself each and every time when they say a uh, box one or box two and that corresponding team goes, oh, that's me, so-and-so barbecue. Uh, yeah. Newsflash, we saw you draw the numbers. Uh, even if we come back from commercial, you know, maybe drop it back to every other time reidentify re-identify yourself or uh, every third time re-identify yourself. I don't think that you need to say it's. Johnny Crocs barbecue. That's me, Johnny Crocs barbecue, every single time. And I fail to ask if that is a require. I mean, it has to be a requirement. Nobody would do that that many times in that. Wait, Dave Bosca butcher barbecue. Yeah, they do make us do that. Worst idea, Dave. Uh, you have made it to the next round. I am not showing my green TV awareness. When I say, uh, when your next episode comes up, you tell them to stop it. Whenever it is you cook next on that show, you tell them to stop it. This is all filmed live as it happens, of course. I'm going to tell John Marcus the next time he comes on the show that we have to get out of this constant over-identification. Come on. Hey, do you guys uh, get outdoors? Hold on a second. I got a... Got a thing coming on. Oh, last week's giveaway. My bad. Uh, Adam Hawthorne calling me out on this. Adam, I appreciate it. Uh, Who won the last giveaway of the evening last week? Uh, Believe it or not, that's Adam's son, Trip Hawthorne. Trip, buddy! Look, I am bringing family together. Forget about keeping up with the Kardashians. Forget about... You know, all these shows that you see on the Nickelodeon spraying green slime over each other. Hogwash. The Barbecue Central show is reaching across family lines and knitting ties that bind. Uh, for instance, uh, Adam Hawthorne has been estranged from his son for some years now. They started listen Well, you know, he's like seven or eight. Um, and he's been listening to this show uh, with his dad. And they are now they have fostered a relationship that is unbreakable. Yeah. Just trying to help people out, man. I'm just trying to keep families together. I mean, it's hard to keep a family together, to keep a marriage together. Come on. You listen to the Barbecue Central show, the ties that bind become strong beyond belief. And I can't believe I made it through this segment. I didn't even get to talk about a proctophilia. Does anybody know what a proctophilia is? You can tell me what a proctophilia is without Googling it. You think you might have saved me from having to talk about that in the top of the second hour. Uh, by the way, if you're tuning in to hear the last seconds of the number one ranked competitive eater, Joey Chestnut, uh, he is going to be moved to next week. His cell phone is not not working. Fear of getting a prostate exam. Randy Close, no cigar. A proctophilia. No, it's not. Uh, wait, 82's BBQ. You had a patient that was diagnosed with a proctophilia. Don't give it out. No, not proctologists. I'm telling you. Man, now I'm going to have to copy and paste. We're going a proctophilia in the second hour, folks. All right. Before we get to Derek Rich's, r Smokers is a custom pit builder combining innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge, offset, and vault-style barbecue pits located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth. Granberry has been home to Arno Smokers since the get-go. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using using visionary planning, both on the design level and the quality of craftsmanship that they bring to each and every pit. One of the finest pits on the market today. If you have been looking for a custom pit, Without the hefty price tag and the weight of some of the other big manufacturers out there in the market, make this your first choice to check out. Call them, email them, visit the website, do your due diligence. Mention you heard about Arno Smokers on the Barbecue Central Show. Receive an additional discount off the already low price. For more information, follow the link to their Facebook page, which can be found right on the Barbecue Central Show main website. Click on their logo, or visit the sponsor page, or visit the links page. And that will get you to their Facebook page. Or you can contact Billy Overton or Tony Belay, respectively, at these email addresses. Billy Overton is Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E, underscore, not a dash, underscore, R-O, the letters, R-O, smokers, at yahoo.com. Or give Tony a shout, T-O-N-Y, underscore, R-O, smokers, at yahoo.com. And don't forget... Check out their Facebook page regularly for weekly drawings and giveaways from their barbecue partners as well. So they're going to be giving away some uh, stuff that they do business with. I'm going to give away some stuff, but they're going to give away some stuff. A match made in heaven. We're going to be talking to Tony Belay uh, a little less than an hour from now, about 45 minutes from now. So look forward to that as well. Again, uh, R.O. Smokers at R uh, R N O. R, the letter N-O, R-N-O-Smokers.com is the main website. Check them out on the Facebook page, which can be found at the Barbecue Central Show's homepage. Click on the logo or the sponsors page, or the links page you will be taken right there. Uh, We are back with Derek Riches. Stick around. A lot of people guessing on a proctophilia. Don't Google it. You'll be disappointed, and you'll ruin the surprise for 10 o'clock. Stick around. Be right back.
3: in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rempy. Big B, Moonshot Band, Superb McFadden.
0: All right, we are back 877 4480433. Greg at the BBQ Central if you want to jump in tonight. I would like to thank Joey Chestnut for showing up. Can't do that. Maybe next week. Uh, however, my next guest, a valued monthly contributor to this show, his website is Stuffed. With what I like to call a veritable cornucopia of information when it comes to barbecue and grilling matters, uh, let's go ahead race over to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Derek Riches. Derek, how are you, buddy?
2: Good. How you doing, Rick?
0: Doing absolutely fabulous, Derek. Um, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Here we go. It happened the last time. Let me uh, let me see if I can fix this just briefly. Oh, look at that. A split broadcaster wants to work. All right. Well, look at you now. I'm going to have to do a little uh, on the fly stuff here. So I'm going to take away a uh, little Joey Chestnut here because obviously you are not the uh, current seven time hot dog eating champion, if I remember correctly, Derek.
2: Uh, no. I think I've only eaten five hot dogs in a day.
0: In one day? Yeah. What? Like what about at a time? Do you think? How many do you think if? You know, gun to the head. How many could you do if your life depended on
2: it? I don't know. I might be able to get through 8 to 10.
0: 8 to 10? Maybe. That's a lot.
2: I Actually, I, I attended one of those hot dog eating competitions, and they, uh, they invite someone up from the audience to try it out. I think that guy got through
0: about 12. No way. I mean, that is... Yeah. Uh, I, I always think the first hot dog is just absolutely immaculate. And then... You want to get the second one because you want it to be as good as the first one, and it, it's not as good. So then you have the third one, and now you're just chasing, and it's like the law of diminishing return, of course. But the first one is always the best. I'd like to try to maybe sure. stop at one and, and be ahead of the curve.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably the winning solution.
0: Absolutely. Of course, yeah. I think
2: if you eat, you eat 28 in 10 minutes, I don't think you taste much of it.
0: No, there's a lot of different things going on there, I'm sure. Uh, Derek Rich is yeah. joining us here on the show. BBQ.about.com is his website. Um, you know, I know this isn't like that time of year where a lot of new products are coming out, uh, and maybe you're spending some other time or, or concentrating on some things with your site. What are you working on right now, and, uh, you know, some things that you might want to point people towards if they want to check out your website?
2: Uh, Well, what I'm actually working on is more of the content towards the end of the year. So I'm doing uh, actually uh, cooked up a nice rib roast the other day, uh, kind of my Christmas in July celebration. Um, But, you know, I try to have all the product stuff in place, hopefully before Memorial Day, but I'm still working on some of that here and there, filling in some uh, missing pieces.
0: Now, there was a uh, mention that you wanted to make of a master-built recall. So, I mean, obviously, safety most important on this show, aside from no names, please. So what can you tell us about this recall?
2: Uh, This affects uh, the master-built electric smokehouses. They were sold out of Bass Pro Shops and Cabela last summer. Uh, These little refrigerator units, you know, the last front ones, uh, basically if you don't get the smoker drawer in place, it causes a backdraft and when you open it, it can blow open the door, something along those lines.
0: Yeah. So, so it sounds, those, uh, that, that sounds dangerous. Backdrafts sound dangerous to me.
2: Yeah. If you got one of those, you can call, contact, uh, Masterbuilt and, uh, they will send you a repair kit for it.
0: Perfect. All right. So if you have the Masterbuilt, uh, is there information like masterbuilt.com or, or website you can check out model numbers and stuff like that?
2: Uh, yeah, masterbuiltproducts.com, I believe, is the website here. Uh, you hang on just a sec. Um, yeah, it's just masterbuilt.com.
0: All right, uh, masterbuilt. Oh, look at here, I got you. Look at me. All right, I forgot I had that uh, ability to capture you right there. there you go. All right, um, all right, so let me ask you this question. I was, uh, Corresponding a bit with uh, Robin Lindars, and she said, "Hey, uh, take a look at this grill." And I said, "Okay." So I went over, and I uh, just sent you a link to it a little bit earlier today. It's called the Soul Source, and uh, this is—I'm going to go ahead and uh, actually kick up a link here so uh, some other people can take a look at it if they uh, are not familiar what this thing looks like. Um, is this something that you are familiar with, uh, either in you know, some design, or do you have first-hand knowledge of this unit? What, what, do you, uh, what do you think of it?
2: I haven't seen this unit before, but um, these types of solar, solar ovens, solar grills, however their label, have been around for a very long time. Um, this one seems to be a pretty nice one. It's uh, I think it works at about 35 pounds, holds up, carries in a, you know, a duffel bag, Sort of thing. uh take it anywhere. Great thing about you know being solar is no fuel. No, you know, don't plug it into anything like that. So, uh, so, and I think the retail price on it's going to be about four hundred bucks U.S. right now. If you go to their Kickstarter page, I think you can get it for about two fifty or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think the Kickstarter price is two hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, I actually have a video playing of it right now. Uh, yeah, I think the idea is, you know, solar. That's good, but I mean, it kind of looks like a half-cocked, really reflective uh, dish network dish that you would put on your house to get cable reception. And then well, you have
2: the same principle.
0: Yeah, and then you have the the cooking uh, place in the middle there. So you're, I guess, you're reflecting all of the uh, the solar energy or the, the the sunlight into that one particular spot. So you know, almost like uh, you're reversing. The whole magnifying glass on the ant type of a deal. Yeah. I mean, what if it's really cloudy out?
2: Uh, my understand, you know, these will work even if the sun's not shining brightly. I, uh, the specifications on this one, they said they claim you can get 1,000 degrees Celsius on a very, very sunny day. Wow. So uh, if you want to do the metric conversion on that one, I don't.
0: Oh, 1,000 um, degrees Celsius sounds really hot. I think that in Fahrenheit, I think they were saying it could at least get up to about 500 degrees or so.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, under normal conditions, it's going to be about 500 degrees. But, you know, I mean, uh, this is a great idea, and this one was designed for rural Mongolia, you know, in places where fuel is very, very limited and it provides community cooking ability. And so that's, you know, this unit is a charitable idea. I think if they sell it in the United States, they can make a profit on it, put it back into their charity. That's about all they want to do. Um, uh, you know, if there's been uh, camp stoves, solar camp stoves and stuff for many, many years, and if you want to look into something like that, I would probably get something smaller, more portable. Uh, you know, because most of us aren't going to be doing, uh, you know, big lots and lots of cooking on a solar unit like that.
0: I think if it's coming here to the states, this is going to be such a niche. I mean, we're talking more niche than your highest of high-end grills because you know when you first start to set it up, as it said in the demo video, the non-experienced setter-upper person you're looking at thirty-five or forty minutes each time. So you mean who knows what your time frame of ramp up is from you know beginner guy to expert, and even expert guys, fifteen to twenty minutes.
2: Yeah, I don't. it's not necessarily a simple apparatus. I'm, you know, I don't think that the people who come up with this are, you know, design engineers, really. I think that they just kind of tried to make something on the fly, and, and they've gone, you know, they say they've gone through a number of versions of it and come up with what they think is the, the best of it. Uh, if I was going to try and sell it in the United States, I would probably head towards the survivalist markets.
0: Derek Rich is joining me here on the show. BBQ.about.com is his website Uh, We have talked on this show a few different times about the pit barrel cooker. Uh, I've been on your website. I've seen some photos that you've put up. You do have one. Uh, How much of a chance have you had to play around with it? Uh, What do you think about the ability to hang meat versus put it on grill grates, which you do have the grill grate option, of course, uh, with the pit barrel cooker. Uh, It's supposed to come preset at your altitude. Just some of your uh, overall thoughts of it originally.
2: Uh, I've done about three cooks on it so far. Um, I took actually took John Dawson's advice, uh, and the first time I did, uh, you know, two uh, chicken halves and a tri-tip it turned out extremely well. Um, very good. It was very easy to operate. Um, it's uh, you know pretty kind of foolproof sort of uh, little cooker there, uh, and I think that's quite versatile. Uh, so you can really do a lot with it. I think I was going to say anything that I'm not, you know, from a, from a marketing standpoint that I'm not terribly thrilled with is the idea that basically we're saying is use Kingsford charcoal every time, never use anything else. And I don't know, I'm being told what kind of charcoal I have to use.
0: Well, as someone who agrees with you in that aspect, I went ahead and took the reins uh, the last four or five times that I've used it. I've just used regular hardwood lump charcoal. Yeah. I've used my loofed lighter. And gotten that big center uh, red glow going, and it takes you know three or four minutes because I want that part to be open. But then I'll leave the top off for ten or twelve minutes or whatever, uh, let it get going, and uh, put. The, I I find that the results are better for me. Uh, my family seems to be a little bit more partial when the fat starts to render out and hit the hardwood coals. Uh, they they like that a little bit more than the fat rendering out and hitting the Kingsford coals, which they are not a big fan of that flavor profile. I don't know what it's like in your house. What do you think about that?
2: Uh, actually, I just got in another uh, bag of the Fogo charcoal. Uh, I think we've talked about that before. And um, I was actually going to try and fire it up with that um, in a couple of days as uh, as I've got other things to cook. So, uh, and I wanted to really try it and see what you know, the situation was with that. Um, you know, I know that basically he designed the airflow to work around a very specific charcoal. And, of course, you know, that's what we all say about Kingford. It is a very, very consistent charcoal. Um, but, you know, I don't think that it's that finely tuned of an instrument that, um, that, you know, other charcoals are going to work with it. I just kind of think it's interesting that, you know, when I got it, it was you know, very specific instructions. It's like, you know, you you can only really review it and please only talk about it. You know, you have to use it right. Use uh, Kingsford Blue Bag Charcoal. Try it with that. Make sure that, you know, you're doing everything exactly the way we, we tell you to. And, um, uh, you know, I, I like to break things versus them <laughs> the way that I'm supposed to.
0: Well, I think perhaps what they're getting at with with that is, You know, you, me, a number of people within our subculture, you know, have that learned or innate ability to be a pyromaniac and uh, deal with fire and want to see how one thing burns to the next. But the majority of people buying this thing, you know, are barbecue dumb or grilling dumb and want to be told exactly how. I mean, what could be more simple than taking a bag of charcoal and, and, and running with it like that? So I think in that aspect, the marketing is maybe a little bit better than some of the other grills that are on the market.
2: Well, no. I, mean, I think you should give very specific instructions, which I actually have right here, and um, you know that way, you know, when a person's starting out for the first time, they're going to know exactly what to you know what to do, and they're going to do it that way. So, um, you know, um, I think it's a good product. It works really, really well. I mean, these style pit barrel cookers are. You know, very, very straightforward. About as simple of a design that you can come up with. Uh,
0: any cookers out there that you have your eye on that you would like to, to get into the Derek Rich's test kitchen to, to give a once-over?
2: Um, There's a lot of stuff i actually like to get in. Uh,
0: there's still more pellet cookers coming out that I've been seeing recently.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and that's just... Crazy because there's just way too too many of them. Uh, it's almost like a you know a petition to government to give Traeger back the patents so that we can stop this madness once <laughs> and for all. Um, but you know, uh, a number of them will go out of business in the next year or so. Um, but yeah, I think we talked about it last time or the time before the new Madeira, which is yep. a pretty decent looking color grill, and I haven't really gotten a chance to get that in. Um, the product actually I've just been looking at recently, which I don't actually have, but I know someone who does is this Cornetto pizza oven, which is a traditional wood style pizza oven unit. You build a fire in the chamber underneath it and you cook your pizzas and all this stuff on the top of it. But they market it um, as a a smoker as well, Um, but you don't have the temperature control with it. You know, you can, there's a little smoke box on it and you can make smoke and you can do all that sort of stuff, which is kind of ironic because you're using a wood fire and then they'll give you a <laughs> smoke box in the unit. Right. And, um, you know, to make smoke with, like, you know, you couldn't do that with the fire you actually already had. Um, but the temperature control on it just won't bring you down to the uh, to the level you want to do for, like, low and smoking. So they keep demonstrating these high-temperature
0: baked ribs. Hmm. And that's the Fornetto pizza oven slash smoker?
2: Yeah, Fornetto.
0: All right. Uh, we are talking with Derek Riches, bbq.about.com. website. is his website. Uh, you know him here as the official uh, product reviewer on this show. And, uh, again, his website chocked full of information. So if you've never visited it, Uh, Or if you haven't visited recently, go ahead and jump back over there, bbq.about.com. Derek, always appreciate the time, and we will look for you again next month, buddy.
2: Great. Good talking to you, Greg.
0: You too. There he is. Derek Rich. bbq.about.com if you need him. Great website, by the way. If you've never visited it, uh, as I've said two or three times already in that interview, uh, reviews and recommendations and what should I buy if I have this size family, whatever. Well worth it if you need it. And if you're looking for a smoker slash pizza oven that you can't control the temperature on, the Fernetto pizza oven is the one for you, I guess. How about that? (laughs) All right, uh, coming up out of the break, your chance to win a $10 gift card from the barbecue superstore, thebbqsuperstore.com. That'll be coming up out of the break. But first, let me talk to you quickly about the barbecue guru. The uh, creators of automatic pit temperature control device technology. No reason to buy from anyone else. Uh, this is the place that you want to go to. Uh, if you're a busy working professional, if you are on the runs with kids doing errands, I know you don't have the time to set around 10 pit temperatures. The Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket or a couple slabs of ribs. You're off to do whatever it is you need to get done. And the Guru maintains the pit temperature you set it at. A number of different models to choose from. The CyberQ Wi-Fi, the CyberQ 2, the DigiQ DX2. That new unit, the Party Q, which is getting a facelift, which barbecue Bob Trudnak told us about a couple of weeks ago. Again, starting at $129 for most cookers. If you got one of those ceramic styles or a Bubba Keg, add $10 for the flange adapter. The Party Q, the easiest point of entry in pit temperature control devices right now. Self-contained package that runs on AA batteries. You can take it from cooker to cooker. It doesn't matter. It's happy to do it. It's happy to blow. Ladies and gentlemen, this thing is ready to blow. It's happy to blow you're in the market for a cooker onyx oven is the way to go accommodates half and full pans for food service Works seamlessly obviously with these barbecue guru potential control devices so do yourself a favor head on over to the check out their products or give them a call 800-288-GURU the or 800-288-GURU the barbecue guru a breakthrough in barbecue technology uh, back with a prize right after this stick around we'll be right back Now's the time where we give stuff away. People give us stuff on the show to give away. No money for you. That's why it's free. Say when I tell you to. That's why we give stuff away. For your chance to win a $10 gift card, from the barbecue superstore.com, the BBQ superstore.com. All you have to do is send me an email and in the subject line, Derek Riches, BBQ.about.com. You have to spell it all out. thank folks. Derek Riches, BBQ.about.com. You can win a $10 gift certificate from the barbecue superstore. Good luck.
3: Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. 4480433
0: 4480433 Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do have a winner. He did spell everything right and he spelled it out. A guy who's giving away a prize tonight himself. So, karma, one hand washing the other. Jim Elser, who smokes you? Jimmy! All right. Jim, all you have to do is sit back and relax. I will forward your email over to Rich Parker and the gang over at thebbqsuperstore.com. He'll get in touch with you on how to redeem it. Very simple stuff. No shipping address, nothing like that. For the weeks, you have been doling out the Sweet Smoke Q Juice, which, by the way, is a really good injection for your pork. If you have not tried it, of course, I recommend everybody to uh, try the sponsors of the show, but uh, Jim has been very giving away e of his products, especially the sweet smoke Q juice. So I would ask that you uh, head on over there. If you're looking to try out a new pork injection, why not? Stuff that almost tastes good, drinking it right out of the bottle, believe it or not. He said it here on the show. I thought perhaps he was telling a fib. I tried it. It was good. Surprise. And I'm not going to do shots of it like I would do shots of Jack. Good. Doesn't taste weird. That's good, right? Tastes good. It's going to taste good in the pork, right? Of course. Uh, So thanks to Jim Elser for that. Uh, You sit back, relax. I'll forward it over to Richard Parker. He'll take care of you and let you know how to redeem. Uh, Still to come tonight in giveaways: uh, Purple Pork Masters Barbecue Sauce, courtesy of uh, Don Geiger. Also, Jim Elser from Sweet Smoke Q, who just won, will be giving away a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice in the second. SweetSmokeQ.com. I believe it's PurplePorkMasters.com for their websites. And, of course, TheBBQSuperstore.com for their prize of $10 uh, that Jim just won. Uh, In the second hour, we have a number of things to get to, including you are, are learning of a proctophilia. Can't wait to talk about that. Uh, we'll do a little Sam's Club review, talk about people fighting at the local Circle K after a barbecue goes south. We'll learn who will be in the studio next week as well. We'll prep you a little bit on the interviews that we have coming up in the second hour. So uh, get your friends, get your neighbors tell everybody that the show's on the bbq central Show.com for audio outdoor cooking channel.com for video watch it on roku 877 448 greg at the bbq central Show.com. uh we'll step away here to do top of the hour and then we'll be back right after this uh, lots more to come on the show hang on Happy to have you aboard here for the Really Big Barbecue Show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going?
3: <laughs>
1: you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbonneau, it's all about the Charbonneau. Sh- he ate 50 for Wiener Listen, LaBernia, shake feet. I'm shaking like a
0: dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have
2: top men working on it right now. top
0: men? my All right. Just like that, we are into the second hour. Hello. Kissing <laughs> up. Uh, 877-448-0433. You can also email if you want to, Greg, at the Uh Don't forget, still to come tonight, Tony Belay from Arno Smokers. He's due up in about 14 minutes from now. And helping me close out the show tonight, Robin Lindars from grillgirl.com. G-R-R-R-L, three R's in the middle of the G and the L, grillgirl.com. Oh, boy. What is going on tonight with people? Robin Lindars might be a couple minutes behind. Computer by... Uh, should be behind computer by 1030. Oh, Video a break. No problem. You got five minutes to spare there, honey. Coming up on the show next week, Jesse Black from ThermoWorks. You know ThermoWorks. If you don't know ThermoWorks, you should know they're the parent company that makes the best thermometer ever in the world. The ThermoPen... Lots to talk to about Jesse, about ThermaWorks, about some new products that they have coming up, shed a light on things, if I can beat around the bush. Also, as I had mentioned in the first hour, Michael McDearman from Get Fired Up Foods, the president, the pitmaster of Get Fired Up Foods, will be in studio the whole show. So he'll be able to sit in and uh, maybe he'll spice up the Joey Chestnut Reload interview. Asking crazy questions. Uh, we will also be talking about his experience on Barbecue Pitmasters. We'll have Jack Waybor join the show from Common Interest Barbecue to talk uh, with Michael about their experience together working as a team. Uh, from my knowledge, uh, my history, I go back with Jay, Way, uh, Jack Waybor a number of years. I don't recall Michael McDermott being on his team, per se. Uh, Jack uh, might be one of those guys that has a teammate here, or a teammate there. Uh, I don't know if he's got like a consi- or if it might, just might be him. So we'll talk about how that uh, relationship came to be and how fun it was on television, all that great stuff. Uh, so, and then of course, uh, Joey Chestnut reloading it, uh, potentially. I, I was offered some other competitive eaters. And uh, quite frankly, I never heard of them.
3: Get that big stuff out of here.
0: If I'm being honest, You know, maybe Joey Chestnut is even a reach for this show. I mean, it's not really barbecue per se, but I believe Joey Chestnut has, like, the pulled pork eating championship record. I believe he has the uh, pork spare ribs eating record. It would have been especially great to talk to him tonight because just this past weekend, he won the Hooters Buffalo Wing Eating Championship, 147 wings or something like that, in 10 or 12 minutes. I was going to lead with that to show him that I was doing my due diligence on his eating prowess. And then we were going to go back and recap the fourth. Uh, The Sam's Club series was idle this past weekend. However, two weeks ago now, the event rolled into Woodbury, Minnesota. Uh, That event feeds into the Rockford, Illinois Regional. Uh, That was it. That tied up that uh, qualifying for that region, so it's going to take place, that final is going to take place in Rockford, Illinois, this coming weekend, that's August 3rd. The top six teams that round out that regional final are as follows. With a 686, wow, Sport Patrol Barber, Grills Gone Wild Iowa, took second place. When we talk about, you know, healthy victory margins, this would qualify uh, near eight points Separated first from second place, a so grand and reserve. Third place, Big Chain Barbecue Gang, six seventy three and six. Smoke Tacular took fourth place with a six seventy two and six tenths. D Don's Pit Crew, or D Don's. I'm going to go with D Don's Pit Crew with a six sixty nine and a tenth. And man, oh man, nobody wanted to hear. Nobody was hoping for it, but me. Chances are still alive for a repeat. Justin McElhone and Lucky's Q in with a six sixty nine and not even a tenth, a nine hundredths. So uh, Justin still in for a repeat of last year's win. And of course, we all know that the winner of the Sam's Club Series, aside from winning cash prizes, also moves to the Kingsford Invitational, which will be held sometime in uh, mid December, ladies and
3: gentlemen. Just kidding.
0: Early November, though uh, that's uh, that's not kidding. So aside from everything else that you win, you get the uh, you get the whatchamacallit. Uh, Jed Thompson joining me here via email. How about a shout out to www dot care? Oh boy, car red. Okay, car red apron is that right? C A R. R-E-D-A-P-R-O-N. Car Red Apron. Do you like Vision Grills Kamado Cooker? Uh, I've never heard of Vision Grills. I like Kamado-style cookers. Absolutely. Big Green Egg Kamado-style cooker. I like Kamado Kamado. I like uh, Bubba Kick. I like Prime, Primo Grills. I like Grill Domes. i got to be honest. I put a... What do you call that thing? Instagram video of the Acorn Grill that they're selling at BJ's, which I think is a, that might be a char grill. Is that a char, char griller product? Have you seen the Acorn Grill? I mean, it's an, it's a Green A or Kamado style-esque. Comes with a diffuser plate. Comes with a second swing-out grill. Comes with a nest. Comes with side tables. I mean, you know, it's like 300 bucks. I don't know if I'm averse to it. I mean I'm not going to be buying one but if the acorn called me up and said hey we want to send you one to try out I mean with all those accessories those are all accessories you have to buy with a big green egg. That's additional investment. Go check out Jed Thompson's website Care Red Apron. Or I'm sorry, Car Red Apron. You tell me. I would go to it here but I got a lot to talk about. All right, here we go. couple minutes, plenty of time. We talked about it in the open of the show. Aproctophilia. Aproctophilia. A lot of people guessing on what aproctophilia is. You know, thank God, like, things weren't medically haywire enough, not only in this country, but in the world, that the first ever person has been diagnosed with aproctophilia. Yes, aproctophilia, folks, is when you are turned on. When in the presence of someone else's flatulence, Uh-oh. that's right, uh, girl farts, boy farts, girl and boy farts, you're in a group of people farting, you're at a farting contest. If you have a proctophilia, you have a recto erection. <laughs> I mean, some, look, what do we all know? You get on the internet, you troll porn. There's some weird stuff out there, folks. I don't know if somebody's going to drop ass, and I immediately become sexually harassed. Uh, yeah, to me, that's a sign of a problem. That's bad. A proctophilia. No, it's not the love of a fine white wine riesling. It is not the. Overindulgence of reading books, a proctophilia is being turned on when you are in the presence of someone else's flatulence, and it has been officially diagnosed right here in the United States by the first candidate ever. Uh, they called him uh, Brady or James uh, or Richard, Richard. But uh, that was his. Uh, that was a fake name. Not a real. What do we say on the show? No names, please. Right? Absolutely. So, uh, new word for tomorrow. Uh, Patrick Paquette, dear Mrs. Rempe, take uh, time to take the computer away from Greg for a couple of days. What are you talking? I'm spreading news that you would otherwise never get. What if you are now smarter for listening to the show? Not only am I bringing families together, I am teaching you new weirdo things. Uh, So if somebody comes up to you and says, I'm a, a proctophile, you can run in the other direction and head for the hills. I agree with Randy Hill on uh, what he's saying as well. Come on, man. That's really weird. Uh, There is a family feud at a barbecue, and it leads to a fight at a local Circle K, but that's going to have to wait. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We we there? We good? I froze. I froze there. We're back. Okay. That's going to have to wait until next week. Sorry about that. Spreading the smell. That's right. Forget spreading the love. Spreading the smell. Tony Belay coming up next. All right, gang, here we go. If you are like me, then you are always trying to think of a way to step up the barbecue and grilling game. And there's no better or easier way to do that than by adding a little butcher barbecue to your arsenal. No need for validation here. Longtime sponsor of the show. Long-time winner on the competition circuit. Uh, We all know Butchers is well known for the injections, the pork, the beef, the prime, of course. Now that very hotly being purchased Bird Booster, which is basically giving you like uh, three times more moisture. 7% with the brine, 21% with Bird Booster. Why don't you want 7% or uh, 3% more in your chicken? I don't know. I don't know. That answer's on you. I know. That's why I use Bird Booster. Cool. Now, uh, some of these injections, uh, like this uh, prime injection, use the beef flavor and the ability to keep all the brisket juicy. You combine it with the beef standard flavor in competition, and there you go. That's what the prime injection is all about. ButcherBBQ.com is the website. Of course, you have uh, rubs and sauces is there uh, for sale as well. The steak and the brisket rub, the honey rub, the uh, premium rub. That works hand-in-hand, especially if you inject with butchers. Perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. Of course, the uh, sweet barbecue sauce—I love it. I keep six on hand at all times because not only is it one of my favorite uh, commercially made sauces available out there on the market, and I don't really like a lot of commercially made sauces. You know, I review sauces here on this show. A lot of them get panned. If you go back into the history of this show, I think even before Dave was a sponsor of the show, he sent me a bottle of the Butcher's Barbecue Sweet Barbecue Sauce. I was drinking out of the barbecue sauce bottle. It's that good. It's that good. Of course, uh, trade-in program still going strong. You don't like the injection you got from somebody else, go to the ButcherBBQ.com website, go to the trade-in link, print off the label, send what you have back up to five pounds, and they will replace it with a product specification at your behest, the pork, the prime, or the beef injection, up to five pounds. All weigh-ins are final by Dave. And now you can use what all of the other top pitmasters in the world are using, butcher barbecue injection products. Uh, Forget about losing money on a bad injection. Now Dave will make you happy, even though you didn't start with him first. Become a customer for life. Do it from Jump Street, but if you have to stray, you get burned, he's more than happy to uh, put out the fire butcherbbq.com that's butcherbbq.com we're back with Tony Belay right after this stick around we'll be right back We are back, 877-448-0433, Greg, at thebbqcentralshow.com. Two ways to get in touch with me, should you see fit. More than happy to have you. Uh, My next guest tonight is the pitmaster of Lone Star Smoke Rangers barbecue team, which has notched a grand, uh, I'm sorry, two grand champions and a reserve already this year. Uh, Also the director of sales and marketing for R&O Smokers, which we're going to be talking about tonight as well. Uh, let me welcome first-timer to the show, Tony Belay. Tony, how are you, buddy?
1: Doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: You got it, Tony. My uh, pleasure. Appreciate you making time for the show tonight. You know, before we get into you know the cookers and all that great stuff, uh, because we definitely want to spend some time on that, uh, maybe a little background about yourself and how you got into this whole barbecue mess.
1: <laughs> well, um, kind of like one of those things, the worst thing you can do is, uh, is win a competition and then just kind of get the disease. Yeah, we uh we uh, started building tents uh this my dad, my grandpa and a friend of mine, uh, uh one of my neighbors, um in Texas and we just kinda Steve Williams, we started just kinda playing around with it and then built a few, you know, kinda tweaked them a little bit and you know, it was just a lot of fun and it kinda of starts into that and then it gets a little more expensive and a little more expensive and you keep going down that road. <laughs>
0: How many events, now that you're into well, uh, let me backtrack just for a second. What year was that? How long have you been at?
1: We just started probably back in 2008, just doing, like, stuff in Texas. There's, uh, you know, the, the smaller competitions with church events and, you know, community ones that you're doing around the Houston area and things like that. Uh, we didn't start uh, KCBS stuff pretty much until 2010, I think, so. But uh, we started to get a little more serious with uh, KCBS at that time.
0: All right, so you know, two plus years or so in with KCBS, uh, up to five overall. I mean, you know, c- competitions are competitions, regardless of sanctioned or not. How many events are you typically looking to do now during the course of a calendar year?
1: We're probably going to be doing a, pro- a little bit over twenty, um, depending on what my wife will let me do. I think, <laughs> but uh, we're we're right at right around twenty to twenty five. I think this year.
0: You know, Tony, one of the biggest decisions for teams to consider is what kind of a cooker that they use at their competitions or in their backyard, for matter, uh, for that matter, I guess. What cooker did you start with, and how has that changed over the years?
1: <laughs> I started with uh, just a just a plain old bullet when I first started and I got married, and then I uh, kind of moved up to a. Uh, a, a smoker that's kind of popular down in Texas. It's one of those new Browns that uh, uh, little offset smokers that you can do with uh, with cabinet style, and got you know just practiced with that, and then uh, started building some pits uh, with my dad and my grandpa and Steve Williams down there in Texas, and uh, uh, David Close helped me out quite a bit uh, with some of the style. He lived pretty close to where I was at uh, in Northwest uh, Houston, and uh, went down and picked his brain a little bit. And he was really really helpful, and uh, we started building pits. Kind of gave me some ideas about the different drafts, different styles, how big you need to go, how uh, different styles of, of uh, if you want to do a hog cooker, if you, you know kind of an all around pit. So, kind of played with it and tweaked with it, and you know, made some mistakes like that. And then that's what we, we were cooking on at that point was just the pits that we were building.
0: Tony Belay joining me here on the show, uh, director of sales and marketing for R&O Smokers, also the pitmaster for Lone Star Smoke Rangers. You know, Tony, I assume at this point you might be cooking on an RO cooker, or am I making an ill assumption?
1: We have a, I'm kind of a, it's more of a morph. We were starting a, a new new line called the Anvil One, which is a larger a larger uh, water cooker. We kind of took a pit that I got from Dennis Keck uh, and, uh, tweaked it up, kinda of changed it up and we're kinda of starting a new line that's a little bit larger cooker. That's what we're cooking on right now, but getting ready to change up to a that anvil one. And then uh, uh but i got I still have my offset. I, I mean I've got man, I have a Memphis Pro that I also use for uh, as a tele cooker when I compete with as well. Uh, just as a as a telecooker. Uh my my kids use it for their kids queue stuff and I use, use it for my chicken as well. And, uh, that's one of my favorite smokers is that Memphis Pro.
0: All right, so let's talk a little bit about the r and o smokers uh, if you could a little background about the company uh, obviously r standing for ritter o standing for Overton, but you know what can you tell us as far as how that whole thing came to be
1: yeah it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a neat story uh first, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh Misty Overton uh, she just had some surgery done she's not feeling so good, so I wanted to say how to her uh billy and uh and uh Doug kind of got together uh, back in two thousand and ten. Uh, Billy had been competing uh, in the brotherhood, brotherhood Barbecue since, I think, 2006. and He had won over, like, 40 grand championships and about 20 reserves. Took the jack twice, and uh, he's won, like, the San Antonio Rotary and that was Bone. And then you uh, got Doug and Carol, uh, who, who, who had reserved at the Royal. They won a high-seeded team of the year. They kind of just got together and decided, you know, in 2010, they were going to uh, build a big company. Uh, after some of the you Know how barbecue seemed like it was just starting to take off with the barbecue pit masters and a couple of other shows that were coming out, it's just kind of exploding. So, uh, Doug helped Billy get going on that. And I started out just kind of one of those things where he was just building him in his garage and kind of got bigger and got a shop. And they, he's gotten bigger and bigger, and that's kind of where I came in, it was coming on to kind of help the company grow a little bit.
0: You know, I don't usually ask for like insider stories or, or funny stories, but I would imagine, you know, if you're a pit builder, you're probably running into things uh, or you have things happen to you that doesn't <laughs> happen to the majority of us. Uh, anything happened to, to Billy or uh, um, to... The,
1: yeah, we probably all, if, if anybody's ever uh, toyed with a pit or done some stuff with a pit, they've all probably got some funny stories with Billy. Billy's got a really funny one. He, His first pit he ever built, uh, he started it out in his, in his, his barn. And uh, he wanted to uh, kind, of, he kept kind of build on it and building on it. And uh, it ended up that it was so big that he could not get it out of his garage, his, his barn door. He had to cut a hole inside of that barn and then pull it out of there because it was just kind of grew him from a little bit slender pit. Then he put a trailer on it, then he made it a little bit wider. And got to the point where he was cutting a big old hole in his barn to get it out. So <laughs> kind of, that was a funny story with just kind of getting his first pit that uh, he ever built.
0: It's gonna be, be a gonna be a barn store. smoker uh, barn smoker whether he liked it or not.
1: Yeah, or burn the thing down. Yeah, yeah. But the pitfall, would have been okay, but still would have burned that burned down.
0: So, uh, as far as the pits are concerned, what kind of pits are RNO smokers building right now? You know, models and things like that.
1: Well, we've got a uh, we've got a water cooker that uh, has been uh, very popular called the Fat Girl, which we're going to be renaming uh, the Anvil. At one, two, and three, which are the different sizes, <laughs> so we've kind of got a little bit of a backlash from that name uh, from some of the female barbecue community, I guess. So, why and did you have uh, name, but...
0: did you have some wacky uh, catchphrase that went along with Fat Girl?
1: Well, I mean, some of the guys were talking about yeah, you going to put your meat in that Fat Girl or something. Oh, I, well, I can't did, say that. that was, oh no,
0: can't say that. Can you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to on there so that's that's a water cooker you've got three different sizes the smaller option actually has a pellet uh, option that you can do on it and, and it kind of turns it into a pellet cooker it cooks incredible uh we've got like it's like a chicken cooker that's a non- insulated pit that uh, gets to higher temperatures that you can we could put on uh, on a trailer cooker that does a very good job cooking that the chicken and we, we call it you know uh, chicken Picker or Fat Chick was one of the names that we were, some people were calling it, but it's just a chicken cooker right now. So, And then we have uh, the offsets, which is an R01, RO 3 RO 5 and a 7, which is just different different types of the different uh, offset pits on the trailers that we do.
0: Now, are these like the uh, – some manu- well, it, it seems a little different in the pit building community, at least from the different manufacturers I've talked to. Because there always seems to be, well, lead time, obviously, but lead time lends itself more to uh, what I would call a custom pit. So let's say you have a footprint for a one or a three or a five or a seven, and then somebody likes the footprint and they say, okay, Tony, or they say, okay, Billy, I like this idea, but I want to put this here and I want to run this pipe here and I want to make an addition here. So that's what's a custom pit, or at least what I would refer to as a custom pit, which I guess would lead to uh, lead time, not to be redundant. Are there stock pits like available and ready to roll, or are the majority of pits that you are getting calls on uh, going off of a blueprint and then turning into a custom?
1: That's a great question. Um, there are there. That's one of the things that we're we're starting to do right now is have different stock pits, and most popular I think would be the R O three, which is basically just an offset on an, on a, a trailer model. Um we're trying to keep trying to get those in stocks and, and, and develop some distributors in the different like East Coast, uh the Midwest and uh in the Denver area, which is what's kind of exploding right now, we see is that uh, like the Rocky Mountain Barbecue Association is just just blowing up right now. So we're trying to get some some stock that's with we can either find distributors in that area or just have them on site to keep uh that uh that uh demand in check we don't want to stop building custom pits. Uh, that's one of the things that our that RO smokers and uh, Billy really loves is, uh, creating something. You have to have a certain, you know, Michelangelo type of uh, artist view when you're doing this. And he has that touch. And when we're looking at building a pit, you know, he does not want to stop building a custom pit. We definitely want to do have pits in stock that, that we can custom paint to the customer's, uh, Ideal, you know, and get can, can satisfy their needs, but you know, you've got teams out there that want to do custom pit. We just did a custom deal for uh for Mo K song with um Ponderosa barbecue, and he had some, some special things that he needed for his trailer that we were able to do for him. So we want to keep that custom market and also keep uh, some stock pits that we can utilize. You know, with people that want them right away and and don't have the ability to wait, you know, a year or so for a pit. So that's what we're trying to trying to develop that, also with the water cookers as well.
0: Tony Blade joining us here on the show. Uh, if you want to check out their Facebook page, if you go to my website, thebbqcentralshow.com, and you click on the RNO logo, it'll uh, direct you right over to their Facebook page. Also, you can go through my website through the links in the sponsorship page as well teams that are using rno products uh you said mo case obviously that's a, a big name at least in the last couple of years i've also heard uh, mike davis might be using them. are there any other teams out there that have you know some name recognition that you like to throw out there
1: uh jim stancil so with bare knuckles barbecue uh using him david qualls of american dreamers there's, there's a few other uh, really great teams that are out there that um that use our kits. I know IAB30 uh, uses one through our barbecue island, uh, half of their, like, for a few of their uh, seasonal uh, teams that they use, that uh, are also through our barbecue island. Um, there's, so there's, a, there's a lot of great teams using our products out there. Um, it'd be tough to start naming them all, but those are some of the top teams that, that I, you know, with Mike Davis and Jim Stanfield, Mo K, David Qualls, those guys are doing a great job out there. And then, we we got a new uh, sponsored team that we're going to be uh, putting out on the show tonight uh, is a Tippie Canoe Barbecue. Uh, All right. Joe Beeland. Love those guys. Love Joe Bieland over there. Yeah, they have a great team and they're really tearing it up right now. I mean, they're fucking man, they They've got some great wins. I think they've got what five or six right now with the, with their reserve. So they're 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 chasing the, the, the team of the year thing this year. So they're going to be. Uh, they've got an RO three, which is an offset smoker. And then we will be using the anvil, too, on their trailer rig as well So, uh, coming up. So we're really excited about having them. And, and Joe and wife Kim are just great people. And uh, represent the state of Iowa uh, very well.
0: You know, when you have, uh, I guess, what you would call a, a sponsored team through Arno Smokers, is that something where you and, and the other owners are game planning and, and approaching teams? Are teams approaching you? How does that whole dynamic work? I find that to be pretty interesting.
1: It just—it's just more of a fit, like uh, you know, just you know, they, they like the product, we like them. They have a great reputation in the community. Uh, you know, we, we try to uh, give uh, teams. You know, you have those handful of teams, you know, that are that are out there, you know, you that are just in the top, you know, top fifty, I guess, in the rankings. That you know are competing twenty to twenty-five to thirty times a year that we try to uh if they were to call us up and say, look, we'd like to we'd like to get a great deal on okay, we would definitely do that for them. And, you know, we try to definitely keep our uh our name out there for the competition, some of the KCVS, ICBA stuff. And we wanna, you know, be able to meet their needs and that's one of the things that we kind of talked with Joe Beal and and, and Kim, they was such a great fit and uh partnering up with them, uh, they're a great team, uh represent themselves. And a good, uh, good reputation and good, a good manner out there, and just have a good uh, feel for them. We when I talked with Billy and and uh, and and uh, Doug, they had a great feeling about here. So just some things just kind of fit into place.
0: You know, with a team like a Tippy Canoe, I mean, typically, unless I'm completely mistaken, that's a team that have been cooking on like backwood smokers uh, or you know vault style cookers. Is that a big leap for them to go to a a wood burning pit, or are they using uh, some of the vault style cookers that you guys use? They're just making the switch over name brand.
1: You know, that's a great question too. We I was, talk, I was talking with uh with uh, uh, Darren Ward from uh, Iowa Smokers, and then John with the uh, Parrot Head smokers, and you know, you've got the top teams in this country um, that can go anywhere in this country and cook on any type kind of pit. Uh, Darren's coming up with a he came up with a great concept for a TV show that he and I. I do some television production, and you know, I've been working on this deal for uh, showing a handful of the top teams. You know, traveling the country, cooking on anything that they can cook on, having a competition like that. And you have those teams that can cook. You know, like IAB Thirty, just uh, just give it for instance. You got, you know, Tom and Paul, that they can they cook on the West Coast, and you got they can fly across the country to the east coast and win two grand championships on a completely different style of pit and branding pit. That takes talent. And that those those top teams, those top handful of teams, probably twenty to forty teams in this country, can do that. Darren's done that. He's, he's demonstrated he'll oh, yeah. compete in Iowa, then he'll fly over to Arizona and won a couple of GCs out there. So you've got those teams that that can make a leap. You definitely want to tune it in. I mean back which is a great product. He's switching over to the uh, to the anvil too. He probably is just going to need to tweak his, his his style a little bit. You know, he's cooking on. He's been messing with that offset as well. You know, doing a great job on that one. So I think if you if you're one of those top teams, you can pretty much cook. I mean, I've seen Mike Davis cook on about anything. I mean, you know, he and I have been friends for a long time, and he can cook on anything out there. I just he has got every type of fit, had every type of fit, built probably every type of fit, and he can go anywhere and cook on anything you need. So I don't think there's going to be a big jump for those guys to go out and kind of learn on something new. You know, I think like what Dan was talking about, it's like the kung fu masters, you know, they, they choose their style of kung fu, what fits them. I guess it's the same thing. as a kung fu master, kung fu barbecue, or whatever. They have their own style. They pick out their style that they like and what they want to use, I guess. So, T-
0: Tony, where are you going to be competing at next?
1: My next one will be, uh, we're going to be doing the the uh, Gillette-Billings-Orland, kind of the the, the trifecta that's up there in Montana and Wyoming, uh, with a couple teams, like Team Emissor is going to be out there, I think uh, Buffalo Barbecue is going to be out there. We're going to have some good teams up there in that area.
0: Tony Belay is the Director of Sales and Marketing for R&O Smokers. Uh, He's all the pitmaster of Lone Star Smoke Rangers. Tony, appreciate the time tonight. Thanks so much for doing it. Yes, sir. Thank you. You got it. There he is. Tony Belay, Arno Smokers, and Lone Star Smoke Rangers. A couple grands. A reserve this year. Not doing too bad. I'll take that if I was uh, competing. A couple wins. A reserve. Again, if you want to check out more information about Arno Smokers, go to my website, bubbbqcentralshow.com, and then click on the Arno Smokers Go. You can also visit the links page. You can also visit the sponsors page. It will link you all over there. Sorry if I didn't get to all of your questions, guys, in the instant chat. I have questions of my own. Typically, they're much better than yours. Fred Bernardo of Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply has been sponsoring the show almost since the get-go. Longtime sponsor of the show. Want you to know, here's what he's carrying these days. Kamado Joe cookers, Meadow Creek cookers, spices, sauces, accessories, ready to ship to you directly. Uh, Of course, you know by now, Tasty Lick's Barbecue, your Big Green Egg headquarters, including many items for the egg you can't get anywhere else. These items are in stock, ready to ship to you. They're made pretty much just for Fred. He's that much of an egghead. Also, Tasty Lick's Barbecue Supply, carrying Harry Sue's new chicken rub, that particular rub is the same one that helped him win eight grands last year, as well as being the KCBS Team of the Year in the chicken category. Now, maybe you're looking for injections. Uh, You've got the Butcher's Barbecue. you got Cosmos Q. You have every type of barbecue guru and their associated accessories. Tasty Licks is a green mountain grill pellet cooker dealer as well. And as Fred says right here on the show, when he's on, uh, he does a lot of classes to the public. Fred teaches most of them, but... He'll bring in top teams in the industry to do competition cooking classes. Loves pizza making. That's one of his passions. Loves to give those classes. Dough making. How to cook a pizza in a Forno Bravo. Attention teams. Pacey Licks, your competition headquarters as well. All supplies for the competition team. Pans in different sizes. The aluminum trays, the gloves, thermometers, turn-in boxes for practice. Make it your one-stop shop, for crying out loud. Tastylicksbbq.com is the place to go. Head on over there right now. Check out all the videos that Fred puts up there as well. Let him know that you're stopping by from referral of this show. We appreciate the support that he gives here. We want to support him whenever we can. Give him a first look if you're looking to get cookers or whatever it is. Looking to add anything to your arsenal, Tastylicksbbq.com is the place to go. Uh, we're back with some sweet smoke Q juice giveaway. Stick around, be right back.
3: Can you feel it? Feel it? A digital generation.
1: Now the time will show when we give, give, give stuff away. Gonna give it away for free at no cost. So get right to somebody
3: now, right, 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 right now.
0: All right. We have a Sweet Smoke Q Juice giveaway coming from Jim Elser from Sweet Smoke Q. Sweet Smoke Q, the letter Q. SweetSmokeQ.com, the website if you want to grab a bottle in case you don't win tonight. Chances are very good you aren't going to win. You might. You might. You probably won't. All you have to do is send me an email in the subject line Tony Belay. R&O Smokers, but use the ampersand between the R and the O. Tony Belay R&O Smokers for your chance to win Sweet Smoke Q Juice from Jim Elser. Sweet Smoke Q. Sweet Smoke the letter Q. 877 Greg at the BBQ Central oh, I'm Looking for a winner here as well. Look at this guy. David wins. Look are you, David. I'll write that down so I don't forget it. David wins. Are no smokers. Uh, David, I don't know your last name so uh, i'll get that from you don't worry. uh you send me your shipping info i will go ahead and send that over to jim elser from sweet smoke q and you my friend will be enjoying the succulence of sweet smoke q juice who doesn't like sweet smoke q juice i don't know all right uh, my next guest the creator of the grillgirl.com website let's go ahead and race over the hotline and welcome back friend of the show robin lindar is joining me robin how are you
4: how are you doing?
0: Doing absolutely fabulous, Robin. Appreciate you asking. Always appreciate you making time for the show. Let me see if Skype has uh, rectified itself here real quick. And that's a big fat no, it has not. Luckily, I have found a way around the Skype. Thank goodness. Uh, lots to talk about, but we I think have, have we been two months out at this point from you being on the last time, and what have you been up to?
4: I know I've missed you. I've just been traveling a lot, and... Um, it's just been a busy summer. I've been doing a lot of recipe development and working with a bunch of brands. You know, it's it's my season. It's growing season. Even though we know it's always growing season, but for a large amount of the country, it is very seasonal. So it's it's my busy season. But yeah, I miss you guys. I miss you, Greg. I'm happy to be back on.
0: Uh, always happy to have you uh, whenever you have the time. Now, look, you sent me a link over the other day. Maybe it was even earlier uh, today. Uh, I You said don't share it with anybody, so I immediately shared it with Derek Riches because I need his insight. But it was this uh, sole source cooker, and it, like I told Derek, I said, look, it looks like a bigger version of the direct TV satellite dish that you get put up on your house to, to watch, except it's pretty reflective. It can cause a tremendous amount of heat. Um, you were obviously approached by the people that are either creating it or their PR hack or whatever the case is to get a little more visibility to it, but as someone who is in the grilling industry and what, well, I mean, what, what's your thought of looking at it and feasibility, practicality, all that stuff?
4: Well, you know, it's so funny because, you know, there's like this weird, it's just weird because I'm a blogger. So I get spammed with so much email all day long. And I'm, I'm always kind of on the fence because I, I want to give, you know, if someone's got a cool product like, I want you to reach out to me and I would love to give you, you know, I would love to tell people about it, but I also get so much, so many people like reaching out to me about like some just stupid, seriously weird shit, you know? And I kind of feel like that's where a lot of this stuff falls, you know? Um, and of course, every PR person thinks that their product is the best thing and like, Oh my gosh, can't you wait to write about me? And, um, you know, the thing with this grill is it's it's all solar powered. And the thing is, you know, I just, I don't know how that would work. I mean, even for me here in Florida in the summertime is when it rains once a day down here. Like we're in the tropics, it rains every day. And it's largely, this is like my not grilling season when it's everyone else's grilling season. So having a, having a solar powered grill would be like... You know, I just can't. I just don't see how it could be a, a three sixty five, you know, all everyday kind of thing. So I just, I think it's kind of gimmicky and not for the average person, really. I mean, even if it's, you know, sustainable and good for the environment, I just don't see how it would work.
0: Uh, Robin Lindar is joining us here on the show. I think the most rich of the rich would find this to be like some type of a centerpiece in their countryside estate, uh, I, of course, was always worried, well, you know, I live in Cleveland, it's sunny exactly 4.8 days out of the year, so am I actually going to get it hot enough to cook on? Maybe not. Uh, but as I told Derek, it takes 45 minutes to set up for the people that aren't really up to speed on how to do it. It takes 20 minutes for the people that are up to speed to do it, so it's not like you're going to be busting it down, taking it to a backyard, sun cookout, and then packing it I mean you got a half an hour 45 minutes invested just to set up and tear down before you even cook up.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, I want I I totally I'm so into people who are trying to start their own gig and and I have a lot of people reach out to me on Kickstarter and want to give you know, they want me to give publicity to their next project, but I just feel like this is not a mass market product, you know. Um I just think it would be hard to use and I'm all about being sustainable and blah, 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 but I just I just don't really get it, and I don't think most people would get it. So, But yeah, I thought you would find it funny, which is why I sent it to you. Yes, well,
0: so. I certainly appreciated it. I just kept looking at it all morning. I'm like, what? I don't understand this thing. And people in Malaysia or wherever they are in the, the Tibet or wherever, I mean, it's cold, but it's sunny. I mean, I guess if it's cold, but as long as it's sunny, you can grill out pretty much anywhere with that thing. That's a benefit.
4: You know, I think this is the kind of thing that if you could buy it as, like, a fun talking piece at a cocktail party and be like, oh, the Himalayans or the Nepalese or whatever, the tribe up there tested it out and it does wonders. But, you know, what's I, that's? I don't think it's a grill for, like, normal people.
0: So what have we learned? Uh, Soul Source has won on the show because we've been talking about it for four minutes. Sorry. We move on from there. Uh, you've been doing a lot of recipe development. As you said, what are some of the favorite ones you've been doing this summer?
4: Well, um, as you know, and you probably know from that crazy Huffington Post article, we talked about like three shows ago, but I have, um, I am the quote unquote outdoor grilling spokeswoman for Lando Lake's deli cheese, um, which if you guys are familiar, you know, Lando Lake does butter, but they also do cheese. They do like American cheese and, um, just the really very easy to melt cheese that you can find in the deli. And, um, they asked me to, you know, to come up with some, uh, recipes for grilling season. And I decided to do pizzas and I did kind of like not your average pizzas, you know? Um, and we did a grilling clinic in New York for the media. It was a women's grilling clinic and they were a huge hit. So I did, you know, out of the box kind of pizzas. Cause I think that, I think pizza is one of the more fun things you can make on the grill. It's kind of unexpected and it's kind of like, you know, whoever you have coming over, you can kind of customize it based on, you know, what toppings you want to use. And so, so yeah, there's my Mexican pizza. And I think the idea is, and it's not like you have to stick to these recipes is that, you know, the pizza, really the the dough is the base for whatever you want to get creative with. Right. So like we think of pizza as being like, marinara sauce and your favorite, like, mozzarella. But really, your base could be whatever. So in the case of Mexican pizza, the base was a mixture of refried beans and enchilada sauce, and I did um, their deli cheese with um, chorizo and peppers and cilantro um, and jalapenos, which is very easy to do. Uh, But then I did a Thai shrimp pizza, which had a base, like a peanut sauce base with um, shrimp that had been marinated in ponzu sauce that I grilled and finished that with, like, bean sprouts and peanuts. We did a a barbecue chicken pizza, which is one of my favorites, um, with a barbecue sauce base with um, grilled onions and barbecue chicken that had been already kind of marinated in barbecue sauce. Um, And then even a BLT chicken – or excuse me, a BLT pizza where the base was, like, a ranch and hot sauce – with everyone's favorite ingredient, bacon, um, lettuce, tomato, and avocado. So, you know, these are just ideas to really just help guide, everybody get creative on the grill. You know, like I think sometimes people relegate grilling to, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs, meat, or, you know, I think even barbecue people get can get very focused into, I'm perfecting my barbecue, but sometimes that can make you kind of Um, I don't want to kind of one, one sided into like, okay, you know, I'm going to perfect my pork buck today, but there's so much other cool stuff you can do on live fire. And that's kind of in my mind, what I'm always trying to perfect. So these are some of the recipes I developed for them. And we did, um, we did like a live grilling clinic with a bunch of like editors and, and they learned how to make pizzas. It was fun. You know, I just like doing neat different stuff. That's really kind of my goal with grill girls to just try to, push the envelope and see what kind of different stuff we can
0: do. Do you like to, or have you ever grilled avocado?
4: Yes, it's excellent.
0: Like, take me, avocado is easily one of my most favorite things ever. Uh, My wife makes this spectacular avocado compound butter that we use for steaks, which is phenomenal. I think I could take the avocado compound butter and put it on two pieces of white bread and eat it as a sandwich all by itself. It's that good. But it has a nice like depth and richness uh, butteriness to that steak, which is just spectacular, but if you're gonna grill avocado, like what's your advice on you know not screwing it up because obviously it's pretty delicate stuff
4: it is delicate, you know I'd say my my tips for just about anything is making sure your grill is well oiled so that it won't stick, you know, and then um what a lot of times what I do with like a haas avocado is I just cut it in half and remove the seed and then just you know throw it you know, I half it and then I throw it onto the grill and just wait to get those nice char marks. And I think the thing with avocado too is just to make sure that there's always some lime juice involved because you know how once it's exposed to air, it can start turning brown. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm blessed down here in Florida because we have these like mammoth Florida avocados, which are like, it's almost like five Haas avocados into one Florida avocado. And it if you have one, it produces so much guacamole. It's just like you could eat guacamole for days or, or whatever. But um, you know, like you were saying, you're making a compound butter of it. I mean, avocados are mono unsaturated unsaturated fat. It's the best kind of fat you can get in your diet. So don't feel too guilty about eating it because it's it's the best you can get.
0: I know what I'm having for dinner tomorrow night: avocado butter sandwiches on white bread.
4: Yum! Yeah.
0: You uh, get.
4: PLT with an avocado oh, absolutely. or put oh. on your sandwich.
0: Free, yeah, I mean that could just be a sandwich topper all on its own. Look at you. Tervis tumbler right there. How about that? Nice. It's my cock
4: whoops. Where's oh <laughs> Tumblers Unite. Yeah, I tell Tervis I tell
0: everybody you gotta get turvis tumblers because uh they don't make your glass wet. I mean, you know, for you guys down there, that's, you know, kind of a big thing. But even for us up here, you know, you don't want to leave rings on anybody's tables. They're fun to take around. You can customize. Love Tervis Tumbler. You love turvis Tumbler?
4: Tervises are the bomb. And everyone in my family in Florida only drinks out of turvises. It's like they're out of Florida, actually. And they are because they keep it's not just cold liquids. It's hot liquids, too. And, and being down here, it's hot as hell. I will go to like a meeting and come back, and I'll still have ice in my drink in my car, which I think is amazing. Yeah. So, you should call them later for a sponsorship.
0: That's my (laughs) next call. So, the next, you you do get products to test out from time to time. Uh, I've had one of these probably almost, man, it could be three years, maybe four years. A loofed lighter. We've talked about it on this show a couple different times. You have one. Is it new? Like, how long have you had it, and what's your experience with it?
4: Um, it's new, like two months new to oh, me, wow. and I will say, you know, I get a lot of free stuff sent to me, and this was one thing I wanted so much, I just bought it. So wow. um, I, this was not any anything that anyone sent to me to review, I just really had a hankering for one, and I think I actually heard about it here on the show, Greg, and I was just like, damn, I really want to try one of those lo- loof lighters, yeah. Like, what do you and, think? Well, you know, my thing was, especially, like, with my big green egg, because I love using my big green egg, but... I, I'm super impatient and I just, I want the fire to start, you know? Um, and you know, I have a Weber performer as well. And I have a tendency to use that more because it does have the automatic gas starter yeah. and it makes it easier. You know, it just does. So, um, it, it's kind of like, do we want to eat dinner at 10 o'clock tonight? Or do we want to eat dinner at like, hopefully by eight <laughs> thirty? So, um, but the loof lighter is just like, you know, for the, the investment, yeah, I could totally use paraffin cubes or a chimney starter. But for the, the time involved, it's just a fun, cool tool. It's like, what is it? My husband says it's like using a hair dryer on steroids to start your grill, right? And like based on all the research I've done, they have these things called heat guns in like the welding industry. Have you heard of that? Yep. Um, but I just think it's it's fun and neat. And it does start, it will start a mini flame in about a minute and yeah. i think that's cool. It, it, and it 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 appeals to my sense of needing instant gratification and fire starting.
0: <laughs> yeah, those two are almost like hand in hand and i guess the thing that i've really liked the best about it is the fact that there are other products out there like um man, man could it be 2 months ago i had a guy from a product called barbecue dragon. And it yeah, was like yeah. the, you know, the big like high powered fan, uh, and then there was another guy who uh, tweets at me all the time uh, from Fire, but they tweet
4: me too, Greg. Yeah, and Barbecue Dragon, also a Kickstarter deal. They're, they're
0: wind blowers, yes. And I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to be spending, you know, some of those are right in the same price line. Well, the Fire is maybe twenty bucks or thirty bucks, but Barbecue Dragon might even be a little bit more expensive than the Looflighter. And my contention is this. While the lighter is not necessarily as mobile as a Fire or a Barbecue Dragon, because both of those either run on battery or rechargeable batteries. lighter you have to plug in, but you're getting a heat. You can start a fire with a lighter. You cannot start a fire with the other two products, and it right. doubles as a blower. So once you have it started, you can draw it back. It'll blow more of a, a cascading air around it, and you can get that fire stoked up a lot quicker than you would normally but it also works at campfires and logs and all this other stuff that if you don't have a way to light it, the fire or the barbecue dragon isn't going to do any good anyway.
4: Yeah. I think those other two products are kind of an after the fact, right? Um, I think the Loof is cool. I think there's a reason it's been around for a while and I'm, like I said, I mean, I usually get a lot of free stuff sent to me to, to review or whatever. And I was like, I want to try this. I'm going to buy it, and I and I don't regret it. I've had a lot of fun with it. In fact, it's kind of like I get this like little giddy feeling inside when I go to start my grill. Like, hey, hey I get to use my Lou lighter. Like, it's kind of it's like exciting. So <laughs> I have fun with it, and that's that's why I love to grill because it's fun for me. And and that's kind of been like an exciting part of the grill lighting process for me because before it's kind of like uh you got to go light the grill you know um not that it's a bad process just kind of like the waiting like the grilling is the actual fun part for me you know and this is like it's kind of extended the excitement of the grilling process for me so i recommend it you know, like you said, the barbecue dragon. I think that's neat, but at the end of the day, it's kind of—it's just a fan. I mean, you could probably buy a fan and put it over your grill, right? right. I don't know. Um, and if you're in a campsite or a tailgate, if you have a—if you have electricity, which most likely you will somewhere, you yep. could use loof lighter. Like even I've been using it with um, an extension cord because you know my patio is pretty spread out, so I need that. So I think it's cool if someone's thinking about it. If I had to choose between that and like an electric starter. It'd be, it might be a toss-up, but I, I think it's a good investment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, always steer people when they ask me. I say, yeah, I mean, definitely worth the money uh, because you get a, a number of different uh, features and benefits that you're not going to get with uh, just a wind blower. Uh, Robin Lindar is joining us here on the show. The website GrillGirl.com. Three R's in the middle of the G in the L on Girl. G R R R L. Uh, we're out of time, uh, but hopefully we can get together next month. We can talk about some street food. Some onion stuff, you know, all the other stuff I wanted to get to, but time always uh, evaporates quicker than I anticipate.
4: It's because I'm chatty, Greg. But yeah, I'm definitely in street food mode right now. I'm very into exploring how other people do skewers and satay and kebabs and other cultures. It's kind of like something I'm really into right now in my recipe development mode. Um, Another thing to mention too is, as you know, um, Blake Markham was on my team when I was on the two-sauce-to-pork team, and then yep. they moved to um, Sweet Swine of Mine, and then they won first in Pork Shoulder. Okay. And I'm debuting his account of winning Memphis in May um, tomorrow on my site. So it should oh, be cool. pretty fun to All to right. read.
0: We will look forward to that. Uh, again, the website, grillgirl.com. Uh, Robin Lindar is joining us. We'll look forward to you again next month, Robin. Thanks for coming up.
4: Thanks again for having me, Greg.
0: You got it. There she is. Robin Lindar's Grill grillgirl, grillgirl.com. All right, a little late on that, but that's fine. Uh, lots of good stuff there and lots of stuff to didn't even get to. Next time. Street food. Not food you're picking up off the street and eating, by the way. A public service announcement. Folks, if you are looking for a timepiece, earrings, a necklace, uh, maybe you've done something stupid and you need to pay big dollars to get back, uh, not only uh, off uh, the couch and in the back, maybe just even into the house you need to get back into the house. Let Stephen DeFranco take care of you. Here's what we do. We go to the website, stephendefranco.com, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, stephendefranco.com. Peruse the inventory. You know, I'm a watch guy myself, but I've done a lot of other shopping at Stephen DeFranco's shop uh, for my wife, for the kids. So it's not just about watches, earrings, rings, uh, anklets, bracelets, necklaces, Custom wood mold, stuff that you wouldn't normally get at a chain store because he is an independent operator. Once you find what you like, you give him a call, 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. And tell Steve, ask for him first. Somebody else answers the phone, say, I'd like to talk to Steve DeFranco. He will get on the phone. And you can say, hey, Steve, I listen to Barbecue Central Show every week. Greg tells me to call in. I'm a barbecue brother or sister. And watch it all go from there. He's gonna ask you a bunch of succinct questions. He's gonna try and drill down to see what your core needs are. He's gonna present you with a number of different options at different price points. He's gonna fit you with what your budget is. And you're gonna get more than you think you're gonna be able to get. A lot of other things going on at Stephen DeFranco's as well. Um, Those uh, Pandora style, I believe they're called the Camille bracelets that he has, you can customize those completely. With the watches, free year of warranty that you don't normally get from anybody else, so it goes from one to two years. Free engraving on the back if you want to commemorate a special event or a day or a name or whatever. Free gift wrapping if it's a gift. Free shipping on anything in the store. They'll set the time before he sends it to you. Free batteries for life. If you live in the greater Cleveland area, like within an hour, it's worth the drive to go in and check out the inventory, strike up a conversation with Steve, tell him you know me, Just go from there, 440-943-2700, 440-943-2700, or stevendefranco.com. We're back to win Purple Pork Master Sauce and then wrap it up right after this. Stick around. Be right back.
3: Time on the show. Ready to give stuff away for nobody. That's why it's free of charge. You can win stuff and I'll give it away for free.
0: All right, your chance to win a bottle of Purple Pork Masters barbecue sauce. This is it for this prize. It shall return no more. It goes into memorial. In a subject line of an email that you're sending me right now, grillgirl.com. Spell the girl part right. I just told you how to spell it, grillgirl.com. You don't have to spell out the dot part, just grillgirl.com, whatever you want. And you can win Purple Pork Masters barbecue sauce, purpleporkmasters.com. Thanks to Don G for this. Good luck
3: network studios in cleveland ohio you're listening to the barbecue central radio show once again here's your host greg rampy
0: all right we're back oh look at this guy It, it, it appears that my G5 pod, uh, pilot, Scott Walton, is also a Grill GrillGirl is a hottie.com. God, come on, dude. That's not what I said. GrillGirl.com. That's what I said. No prize there. However, look at this guy coming in huge tonight, winning the Purple Pork Masters barbecue sauce, Jed Thompson. Look at this guy. Uh, Adam, I do not know if I am giving away a Thermapet next week. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Uh, Jed, all you need to do is send me a follow-up email with your shipping info and reference Purple Pork Masters. I will get that to Don. You will be enjoying Purple Pork Masters barbecue sauce quicker than you know. Thanks for listening. All right, let's put a bow on this bitch. All the way back in the first hour, we talked with Joey Chestnut. No, we didn't. We talked with each other. Segment after that, we talked with Derek Richie, zbq.about.com. And then we moved to the second hour, uh, Tony Belay, R. No Smokers, also the pitmaster of Lone Star Smoke Rangers. And then we closed the show out, uh, just this past segment, with the Grill Girl, Robin Lindor. Big show plan for next week. If you cook with raw cast iron, trying out loud, season it each and every time. As it starts to cool down, get a grill brush on it, then a little ham or a little Crisco and burn back in each and every time. Rust-free service from here on out, generations to come. Also, September 11, 2001, I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9.00, p.m. same time, this is the program host, the proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.